speak about tonight is a rather confusing topic in halacha, which uh, we'll see some of some of the halachas are based on rules, and some seem to be based on people's own food choices, what the halacha is going to be. So what we want to talk about, Pez Hashem, is the principle in brachas, which is called the principle of Ikra and Taka. The principle when you have a primary food and a secondary food. And why is this important to us? Because the Mishnah already says in Brachas, this is the Halacha also, that any time a person has an Ikar and a Tafel, a main food and a secondary food, uh, one makes the Bracha on the Ikar and that's part of the Tafel. One makes the Bracha on the main food and that covers the secondary food as well. He doesn't have to make a second Bracha on the other food. Now, firstly, firstly, there's a question, how do we define what's an ikka and what's a tafel? And I can also see that it doesn't apply in every situation. For example, if a person is eating a dinner of meat and vegetables, for example, even if he thinks the main part of the meal is the meat, that doesn't mean the vegetables are a tafel. You'll have to make a brach on them as well. And therefore, we have to explain when do we use this principle of ikka and tafel, number one, and number two, how do we decide which one the Ikar is and which one the Tafel is? Because the Mishnah's own example in, in, the, in the Mishnah in Brachas gives us a case where a more important food can be a Tafel to a less important food. What the Mishnah says is, A person is eating a very salty fish and uh, he wants something to absorb some of the salt of the fish and therefore he eats a piece of bread together with the fish to absorb the salt. So the Mishnah says that he's He'll make the shayakol on the fish and there'll be no bracha made on the bread. And because in that case the bread is only being eaten as a tafel, as something, so to speak, to aid eating the fish and therefore it doesn't make a bracha on the bread. Now this is obviously brings us to a big question. Bread has a chashivas. But we see that when bread is eaten as a tafel, it doesn't have that chashivas. So let's ask the question. So if that's the case, if a person wants to have a peanut butter sandwich because they like peanut butter and they're not going to eat it straight out of the bottle, so why can't a person say the same thing? The bread is only being used, so to speak, as a way to eat peanut butter, so why should I make a brach on the bread? And in that case, as we all understand, if a person is eating a sandwich, he's for sure going to make the bracha on the bread and not on the peanut butter. So what's the difference between the case of the salted fish and the case of the peanut butter when one time we say the bread's more important and therefore the brach on the bread covers whatever spread one puts in it. And the case of this fish, well, that's not the case. Okay, so let's start with, we'll start with uh, one nice hakira in Londis. Uh, we'll see the difference it makes. And then we'll go three stages, Reza Hashem, in trying to define how we see what's an ikka and what's a tafel. So let's start with hakira first. It's uh, something that a number of Akhronim discuss, and that is, when I have an ikka and a tafel, and the halacha is that one makes a bracha on the ikar, and one does not need to make a bracha on the tafel. Is that because the tafel doesn't need a bracha? Or is that because the bracha on the ikar covers the tafel as well? In other words, of course the tafel needs a bracha too. But the bracha which one makes on the ikar, since this thing is only being eaten to taste, to, to add taste or to flavor or to spice or to sweeten or in some way to help one eat the main food, so therefore this becomes a part of the main food and therefore the bracha on the primary food covers the tafel as well. So, and therefore a bracha is being made on it. Where would the nafkimina be? 
For example, let's say uh, there are those people who like to eat grapefruits. They like to sour taste, they eat grapefruits as grapefruits. There are people who like to put sugar on grapefruits. Now, the bracha on grapefruit is eight. The bracha on sugar is shakal. But everybody is going to agree that if a person puts sugar on the grapefruit, and that's how he wants to eat the grapefruit, you're only going to make the ha'etz. The sugar doesn't need a bracha. Why not? The answer is because it's tafel. I'm only using the sugar to sweeten the grapefruit. And if it becomes a tafel, and if it becomes a tafel, mimele doesn't, doesn't need a bracha of its own. But now the question is, is that because it doesn't need a bracha altogether? Or do we say because the ha'etz on the grapefruit is going to cover the sugar? So where would the nafkamina be? Look at an interesting case. I think this was once upon a time actually an expression in English. Let's say a person is taking a very bitter medicine. So they want the spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down. Right? Now, do you make a bracha on the spoonful of sugar? Because over here, the sugar is being used as a tafel. The sugar is being used to help you, to assist in sweetening the medicine, which is very bitter. Do you make a bracha or not? And this is where there will be the difference. If the din is that the tafel doesn't need a bracha, then you wouldn't make a bracha on it. But if the din of the tafel is that the bracha on the primary food covers the tafel as well, well, a person is not making a bracha on a bit of medicine. And if that's the case, he's going to have to make a bracha on the sugar, because otherwise he's eating without any bracha. Mm-hmm. And that's how we pass it. We pass it like the second opinion, and we say that the din of the ikra and the tafel is that the bracha of the ikra covers the tafel. But in a case like this, we have the medicine, which one's not making a bracha on because it's not edible and it's not better. So then a person's going to have to make a bracha on the sugar because you can't eat the sugar without a bracha. And but when there would be something, uh, an ikif, which a person's making the bracha on, then you don't have to make a bracha on the, t- on the tafel because the bracha on the ikka covers, t- covers the tafel. And if you understand this principle, that the bracha on the ikka covers the tafel, remember this because in a few minutes we'll see a very interesting halach which comes out of it. Okay, that's the first The principle, like we explained, that the bracha is on the ikka counts for both. Now let's look at three different stages. We're passing that you do have to make a bracha. Yes, right. So we're passing that the bracha covers on the ikka of the tafel, not the If you have grapefruit with sugar, you're making a ace. Right. So that's the first point we want to talk about. Now how do we decide what's the tafel? So we're going to go three levels. From what's the most obvious tafel to the biggest chiddush, and what's called the tafel. The most obvious tafel is the case we just gave, the grapefruit and the sugar, which means that one thing is being used to flavor or to sweeten or to enhance something else. It's not a separate food which was eating, it's just being used, so to speak, as an enhance, something to enhance a different food. And that's all it's coming for. It's coming to give flavor or to give spice or to, to help me eat the first food, then for sure it's a tafel. One not, doesn't want to eat it on its own, or well, doesn't consider even a food on its own. It's just being used as a way to, so to speak, add flavor to something else. That would be natural tafel. The example we gave, like we said, sugar, which if you eat sugar by itself, it would have a bracha, but if you're using it to flavor a different food, then it doesn't make a bracha on the sugar. It becomes a tafel to the food that Be'ike intended to eat. The same thing can apply not just to something like sugar, which is shakal, it can apply to things which have a higher bracha too. For example, wine. If a person wants to drink a cup of wine, so the bracha is going to be a gafin. But if a person pours a cup of wine over his meat because he wants it to make a sauce, so that has no bracha. The bracha on the meat covers the sauce. And even if a person wants to take a spoon and eat the wine sauce, so to speak, 
It's still not bracha because it becomes a tofu. Now it's being used to flavor meat, and if it's being used to flavor meat, then it, it, it loses its independent status. It's just become a tofu to something else, and as a tofu to something else, it doesn't have its own bracha. That's the first category. Things which are being used, like we said, as the way to flavor, to enhance the flavor, to sweeten, to spice, whatever it's going to be. And in cases like that, they don't have a bracha. Now the second case is when I have two foods, and even though they're still independent foods, but they're eaten together, and, again, and what it means, the, how we define eating together, like on the same fork or on the same spoon. It's not like a person eating different things at the same, in the same course. It's the eating is one unit, it's one food item with different things in it. Like a frog and a Like we'll talk about a simpler case first, like a salad. I have a fruit salad. And I've, in that fruit salad, I've finally cut up uh, apples and oranges and pineapples and bananas and some I eat and some I don't. And in a case like that, what's the ikka, what's the tafel? You know, none of them are coming to flavor the other. They're all meant to be there on their own. So how do I decide what's an ikka and what's a tafel? So in a case like that, when Is there an ikka and tafel there? Yes, because you eat them all together. So I'm not required to dissect it and take a little small piece of each one to eat separately. I eat it as a unit. This is a fruit salad. So what's the primary part of my fruit salad and what's the secondary part of my fruit salad? So the poets can say, we go now here, but what's the majority? What's the majority? So if it's majority of eights, for example, I have apples and pears and uh, oranges, and I've only got one pineapple, which is a minority adama, and I'm going to make eights. If it's majority adama, I have melon and watermelon and whatever it is, and only a little bit of eights, so then the, the, the primary factor is adama, the primary brach is adama, then I'll make adama. Does Chavivos play a role? I'm sorry? Does Chavivos play a role? Pashtus not. It goes by Ica. Even if like, you love pineapple... And so we'll talk about chavivas in a different context. We're going to get this still, but the pashtas is like... Is that the chant also? The is a bit different because we said once we have mazonis inside, so mazonis doesn't become bottled so easily. So yes, everything else becomes a topple to the mazonis. Now, so if you have barley in the chant, so that becomes the mazonis. It has to be a lot of barley? It has to be a, I mean, don't want it, a, a decent amount of barley. It doesn't have to be the primary ingredient. But once they have mazonis, so then the potatoes, whatever it is, or the beans, will become bottles of that. Right. So that's the second factor. That's when you have a mixture of different things being eaten together. So now we look at either in the case of mazonis, the mazonis, or in the case we don't have mazonis, the majority ingredient, which is going to define what's considered the ikka. And if you don't have what's considered it, and then the other one comes along with it, it becomes a tafel. For example, in here in Israel, it's considered classy at a chasna, to serve rice with raisins. Yeah, or almonds. Or almonds, or rice with fried onions, whatever it's going to be. Now, in a case like that, the rice is mazonis. The raisins are eight. The fried onions are adama, whatever it's going to be. But if you would be served such a dish, you would only make mazonis, because that's the primary ingredient. The other things are only coming to enhance the flavor or to make it more exciting, whatever it's going to be, dress it up, so they don't get a bracha. Even though we talk, and the bracha of the rice will cover them. And it's not... And has how expensive the food is. If you would even have a, some kind of a rice which has like small strips of fried meat in it or something like that, it would still be mazonis because it's still the primary ingredient. The other, whatever else is being used to enhance it, it becomes a tofu. And then because of that, then you're only going to make a bracha on the rice and you made that covers whatever else is mixed with it. So, same thing in the salad. And this is very common in salads that you have lots of different ingredients. Now, if it's just vegetables, it's all vegetables, and that's fine, because vegetables are all adama, so it's not much of a question. 
But sometimes a, fra- a salad will include uh, pecans or pieces of orange or mango or whatever it's going to be, or avocado. And these things are right. And now I'm going to look at my salad, which is a mixture of vegetables, let's say, and slab pieces of fruit. And now the question is, what, what broccoli do I make? So once again, the question is, what's the ikka, what's the tofu? So it's primarily a lettuce salad or a cabbage salad, whatever it is. And the nuts or whatever else which I'm using, which are fruits, are just there to give it a bit more color or a bit more of a, of a flavor. So it becomes a tofu. And if that's the case, the broccoli is going to be a dollar. I don't have to try fish out the one nut to say I ate it. Now, are you allowed to? Uh, maybe not, because it could be once the dinner is that this is the top. I'm not meant to make brachas on the top. Okay, now, next point. If, it, if it's, let's say, equal, more or less, half off, I look at my fruit salad and I see some fruits and vegetables, I can't really work out what's the majority, what's the minority. What do I do? So the Prima Godim says what we should do is add enough of either the one or the other one until it becomes a clear majority in one direction or the other direction. And then I'll make, a, I'll make a bracha on whatever the majority ingredient is. That's now become an ikar. Okay, so that's the second rule in ikar and tofu. The first rule, again, when one is just used as a spice or a flavor. The second one is when they're actually different foods, but they're eaten together, and the one being the primary food is more important, and the other one being the secondary food is less important, therefore loses its bracha. Another example of this is there's some salads where they have cut up cheese or tuna or whatever it is they put in, or egg, whatever they put in the salad, which are shakos. But once again, once these things are only there to, so to speak, add to the flavor, the texture of the salad, they're not a primary ingredient, then the is you don't make a bracha on them. You make a bracha on the primary ingredient, which is the adama, and the matter, these things are included as well. With, with the fruit salad, the bracha. The fruit salad, the person really doesn't know what's going on. He can't see what's what. And those, those white cubes could be pears and they could be pineapples. He can't see the difference really until he actually eats them. Then you're right. In the case where he doesn't know what to do, you can make a dhamma. But it's not that if a person does know what, what's what, then he's meant to make the lechatchila right, correct bracha, rather than just relying on that a dhamma would be yatsa. Fine, but somebody serves you a... A mixture has a halachic status. So to take, take pieces out of it, is not, that's not the bracha on the mixture. Unless I want to separate everything. Then you're right, I'm only picking eight out of my salad, and that's all I'm eating, then I'm like, hey, But once I'm eating everything, then it gets, it gets a dinner of an ikka. Okay, so that's our second thing. Now, let's go to our third dinner. This is where the halakha starts to get a little bit more complicated. And that is, we're talking about two completely separate foods, which aren't combined into one unit, but I'm only eating one because of the other one. This is really getting close to the Gemara's case of the fish and the, and the bread. I'm only eating the bread to absorb the saltiness of the fish. It wasn't a mixture. They're two separate foods, and I'm eating the one for the other one. So then the question is, when do I, if, if it's clear to me that this is the ikka, and that's what I want to eat, and the only I'm only eating because it's a way to eat the food I want, and without the secondary food, it's not as it's, it's just hard to eat the first one. So then we understand that even though it's a separate food, which I'm eating on its own, but the master becomes tofu because it's, it's, it's clear to me that I'm only, I wouldn't eat it by itself. I'm only using it in order to help me eat the first. So the example of the Gemara is the salty fish in the bread. The Ramah has another example. And that is a person, you know, there are those places where it's a minute after Shachris to put out to the Chaim and some cake. Whether it's for a Yatat to just time to start the day, whatever it is, it's a put out the after Shachris. Uh, now, here the post game spent a lot of time wondering what are, what's the, what are people actually doing? Is the idea that people want to start the day with the Chaim 
Matt to have a lechaim and an empty stomach and it's a bit hard to focus afterwards. And therefore, the idea of the mazonis is just to absorb the alcohol. Or is it the other way around? Perhaps I'm going to get you a mazonis. But just eat dry cake first thing in the morning without someone to wash it down is, is difficult. So the lechaim is coming to wash down the cake. Or maybe neither of those. Maybe both of them. People want the cake. People want the lechaim. In which case, they're both important and you want both of them. And why, is it, why do we, are we analyzing the, the, the question? Because it's going to change the end of the brachas. In other words, if Be'etzim what a person wants is just a shot of whiskey, but like we said, whiskey in an empty stomach is hard, to, is hard to swallow, and therefore the cake's just coming to help a person drink the whiskey, then it's in the same category as the bread which helps a person eat the fish. So you wouldn't make a brach on the cake. If a person Be'etzim wants the cake, but it's just hard to you know, get down dry cake, you, you want to drink with it, so the drink helps you swallow the cake, then it's the other way around. The whiskey becomes a, a toffle to the cake. And if you want both, neither the toffle to the other, you have to make two brachas. So this is a discussion already started from the Ramah, that in the case that you have um, that you have something he's eating and something he's drinking, and those two separate foods, but Lemaise, since one is only being used to help the person eat the other one, then in a case like that, the, the one will become an ikka, the other will become a toffle. Now, once you've established a principle like that, and that is that two separate foods, one's being used to, um, to aid you in eating the other one, and that makes it a tafel, well, now the door's open. We can ask lots and lots of questions of lots of foods that we eat, and we have the same question. Is it a tafel, or is it something you want in its own right? For example, um, it's not given in the shul to eat herring and crackers. Right? So here's a question. Is the cracker something which is just being used to eat the herring on because they don't give out forks? Or is the strategy you want the cracker? It's a different experience of eating plain herring to eating herring on a cracker. So it's not just a tafel. It's not just coming to help me eat the herring. It's something I want on its own. And if that's the case, would, need, would, the, would you make a mazonis on the cracker? Or would you say, no, I bet what I want is the herring. The cracker's help is just a way to eat the herring. So then I make a shakal on the herring and it covers the cracker too. What do we say? No. Once I want the cracker also, it becomes the ikka in its own right. And if that's the case, it needs some bracha. Same thing um, in those places where the minag of the Shabbos is not the herring and kickle, uh, crackers is massive, it's uh, the Yushami kogel with the pickle. Right? So then the, the person with the same question. What's the pickle doing? Is it only there to like, kind of give spice to the kugel because Yushami kogel is sweet and the pickle makes it sour, so it's a good combination. So... It's like used as a spice for the kugel, in which case I don't make a bracha on it because it's coming to spice the kugel. Or do we say no? It's two different things. People like the kugel, they like the kugel. It's two separate foods, and you want to, you happen to eat, want to eat both of them. So neither one's a tafel. So in other cases like this, it's hard, it's hard to decide what, which one's a tafel and which one's not a tafel. Uh, and this was the original psaq of Ramosh Shafayasin, which you mentioned last week, about the ice cream con. And that is the same thing. If a person's eating an ice cream in a con, is the idea just he doesn't feel like eating ice cream in his hand because it's cold and sticky, and therefore it's easier to hold it, put it in a cone. But if someone had given me a paper cup to hold the ice cream, I'd be just as happy. Or is the fact that a person wants to eat the ice cream cone, and, and a, therefore it's not just a tofu, it's not just a way to help you eat the ice cream, it's something which a person wants in its own right. And that's when that changes the halacha, because if a person wants the cone as well, then it becomes a mazonis. And if that's the case, the person has to make a brach on it. It's but not a tough. get to the Zionist for a few minutes. He'll be eating the ice cream until he gets to the You're right, but when he gets to it, then he has to make a brach on it. Which brach? Shackle? He'll start with shackle because he's eating ice cream. Now when he gets down to the con, mm-hmm. he'll have to make a Zionist on the con because he wants the con. But if the con was up to the top, 
Do you think it's bottled to Mazonis? No, because for sure the ice cream isn't bottled to Mazonis. That's for sure the primary thing he's eating. But you said uh, like a chocolate. That's a, because, it's not, that's what you're right. The difference is that by chocolate, there are lots of primary ingredients. What makes a chocolate is all the things I put inside. The meat and the potatoes and the beans mm-hmm. and the body and the kishka and whatever else is going to be. So Mazonis has a fair, set, a fair, so to speak, saying, a chance to say, I'm also a primary ingredient, which means I, I'll only make Mazonis. If a person is an ice cream con, Right, the, for sure the primary ingredient is the ice cream. Right, so the question is, do you also have to make a bracha on the cone? It will depend. Mm-hmm. If the, uh, the cone is just a tuffle, I don't really care about the cone. It's just a way to hold the ice cream, then I wouldn't make a bracha on it. I don't like cones. But if it's a sweetened cone, or a sugar cone, or a chocolate cone, whatever it's going to be, and therefore a person wants the cone, so then it becomes a second bracha. It's, then it becomes not a tuffle. The difference between the first principle... There, and the, okay, so that, that, that in these cases, there's going to be a question of how do we determine what's ikh and what's tafel. Now, we'll come back to this in a moment, uh, but I want to quickly share with you three more rules of ikh and tafel. Rule number one, and that is the din that the ikh food covers the tafel food, it means you have to eat the ikh food first. You have to eat the ikh food first. And now that I've made the brach on the ikh food, it covers the tafel food too. You can't start with the tafel. Because then it comes to eating food without a bracha. And like we said previously, the tafel needs a bracha. It's just the bracha of the ikka is going to cover it. So I can't, so once, um, so I have to start first make the bracha on the ikka, and then he made it, that covers the tafel too. We said the opposite. We said that the bracha is covering right. the tafel. Right. So I have to make the bracha. I, I mean, can't bracha, eat before it. But the, cover, the bracha is covering the tafel also. Right. It's so covering the tafel. For example, let's say the person wants to. In the case, let's say the person's having the whiskey and the cake. Right. And we, he holds that the cake is only there to oh. to, to absorb the whiskey. Oh, oh, oh. So he's making only shakal. He's not making a bracha on the cake. Then he has to drink first. Because he can't eat the cake first without a bracha and then afterwards make a bracha on the whiskey. I mean, in this case. Right. In the case, there's two separate foods. Then he has to first make the bracha on the ikka and then eat the tafel because we need the bracha of the ikka to cover the tafel too. And if for some reason... Like the Shulchan Aruch says, the person had to start with the tafel. You know, there's a case of, let's say, the whiskey and the cake. And he holds that the cake is only coming to help him you know, absorb the whiskey. Then he's going to make shehakol on the cake. Why? Because the cake's bracha in this case is shehakol. It's being covered by its ikka. And the ikka is the whiskey, the whiskey is shehakol. And therefore, the cake is getting a shehakol here. Because that becomes the ikka. And therefore, it's a fascinating thing. Even, I'm meant to drink the whiskey first. To make a shakal on the whisk and cover the cake. But if for whatever reason I'd be eating the cake first, this cake gets a shakal. I would make a shakal on the cake and the whiskey because it's part of the part of the brach of the whiskey. The second thing, that this the, the first thing. The second thing is once something's a tuffle, even if I'm it's no longer being eaten with the ikka, I'm just carrying on eating the same thing by itself, it doesn't get a new bracha. Once whatever I was eating was already covered by its ikka. So I can carry on eating without a new bracha. Now this sounds a bit complicated, but this is a very, very simple application. If a person for breakfast wants cornflakes and milk, or any other breakfast cereal and milk, so the cereal is either going to be Adam or Mazanus, depending on which cereal you've chosen, the milk is shakol. Nobody makes shakol in the milk, because it's a tafel. I don't want milk, I want cornflakes. But I can't just crunch dry cornflakes. So I'm using the milk as a tafel to eat the cornflakes, which is fine. I would make the bracha on the cornflakes. I should start, therefore, with cornflakes in, in, the first, in, the, in my first spoon, because that's what I'm making the bracha on. And that covers the milk. Same thing. Some people like to have one of these natural yogurts with granola. 
or with you know with raisins or nuts, whatever it's going to be. In cases like that, you only make a bracha on the yogurt. That's the ikka. Whatever you whatever the granola or other things the person's putting in, wheat germ is only there to flavor the yogurt. Even though it's presumptuous. Uh, granola is normal it depends which kind. Most granola are dumb. Because it has oats in it. Yeah, but it's uh, it depends how they've made it. If it's if it hasn't been baked, it's just been dried, whatever it is, or sweetened, like we saw that's like, it's not yet mizanis. And if it's been baked, there's some recipes called for baking. If it's ground, the flour and baked, then it's going to be mizanis. But if it's whole and baked? Whole and baked, it's more likely to be a dhamma. Okay. Okay, so in a case like that, you don't make that dhamma. You only make the shakal because it's a tafel. Now, let's say, as so I made, let's say, a dhamma on my cornflakes, and now I'm finished the cornflakes, there's still some milk at the bottom of the bar. So now I want to eat the milk by itself. You don't make a new bracha. The milk in this case was already considered covered by the covered by the bracha v'tekar, and if I can finish eating it without uh, without making a new bracha. The Mishnah Bura gives a case uh, which was quite popular in his time because he mentions this, this example a few times, and that is a person is eating, a, has a dry like a dry piece of cake, and he wants to eat it by dipping it into tea. So he wants to dip it into tea and eat it because then it makes it softer. Right? So he says in that case, you don't make a bracha on the tea. The tea is a tafel. It's coming to soften the cake. So if a person wants to dip the cake in tea and eat cake, that's fine. He doesn't make a bracha on the tea. And now, even if he's finished the cake, he wants to drink whatever's left in the cup, he's still not going to make a bracha. This tea was a tafel. And therefore, this tea was yatza with the bracha on the cake. He doesn't have to make a new bracha on it. Or for those kids who like to eat a lot of soup nuts in their soup. And if we saw that becomes a, a nafta that's an ikha, then you're going to make mazonis. And if they get to the end of the bowl and they finish the soup nuts, but there's still some soup that they want to eat by itself, you don't make a new bracha. Once you have a, once something was considered a tafel, when it doesn't get a second bracha if you eat it on its own. And, this, and the last point is that the din of ikka, and this is an interesting halach, the din of ikka and tafel, that the one covers the other one, the ikka covers the tafel, be'etzem only works if a person knew about the tafel when you started, when you made the bracha and the ikka. In other words, a person intended to eat both, and therefore his intention in making the bracha was, I'm eating this with the tafel. But if a person had intention just to eat the ikka, and then later on they decided actually they want to throw some of the tafel into it, then it doesn't cover it. That wasn't part of what he had in mind when he made the bracha. Because you already made the bracha. So the person is having a yogurt, let's say the example we gave before, and then halfway through he decides it's actually a bit bland, he wants to put some raisins inside, now he has to make a bracha on the raisins. Had, that, had he intended Merosh to eat raisins in his yogurt, then there would, there would have been a tafel, and the bracha on the yogurt would have covered them. But if his, uh, the Chathchila uh, didn't intend that, didn't intend that, and only afterwards he decided to eat it together, then there's like new, a new bracha on it. And uh, here's the difference between the two first kinds of Ikka and Tolfi we spoke about. Let's say a person decided he's going on a diet, so he's going to start drinking black coffee without sugar. So he says a shakal on the coffee, and halfway through the mug he decides this is just not doable. So he wants to put some sugar in. Does he have to make a new bracha on the sugar? Because when he made the bracha originally, he didn't intend to cover the sugar. So now, now he wants to put sugar in, does he have to make a bracha on sugar? It wasn't covered. Normally a person has a cup of coffee, so the sugar, the milk, whatever it is covered, because he intended to put them there. So the bracha in, included whatever person intended to eat with it. But in a case like this, where a person didn't intend to eat it, and only afterwards decided... Uh, to add the sugar, then you have to make a new bracha. So this is a big mechalik of Even if it's the same bracha, 
Oh, well, then it won't make a difference. You're right. But no, even if it's the same bracha. Even if it's the same bracha, because I didn't think about it. That wasn't what I had in mind. So it's a machlekes apoiskim. The maise is most poiskim in this case will be mekel, because the sugar gets uh, gets uh, dissolved and gets absorbed. So I don't have it as a separate thing. And the poiskim will say that, say that uh, you, you'll find many other cases of a similar kind of halacha. A person originally wanted to have a black coffee, and he decided to put in milk. Same idea. If it wasn't what he intended when he made the bracha, so is there something which needs a, a second bracha? Okay, that's a... That's... So let's say you're pressing with But you have to find a way when people eat olive oil. It's not easy to find the case, because it's not normally something which is edible on its own. So it's a bit complicated olive oil. Um, so that's the rules we saw about. One more last point. And that is, if, if, if a person, in like, if a, the ikra and the toffel have become one unit, then if I'm eating them together, even if what I'm tasting first is the toffel, it doesn't make a difference. The bracha is going to be the bracha of the ikra, it's called eating them together. And the best example I have for this is a candied almond. A candied almond. The ikra is, let's say, the almond. It has a sugar, a hard sugar coating. So the, the bracha is going to be heights. Even though the way I eat it is I first have to suck the sugar coating, which is the, not the height, but the mice it's a toffel. I'm eating the whole almond at once. And the, the outside coating is the toffel. And even though that's what I taste first, it doesn't make a difference. It's not going to lose its shame as a bracha. Let's say you eat three. Then you get to the The third category, which makes things complicated, is when you have two foods and there isn't a determined ikra and toffel. It depends on the person. If, if, just like we said by the case of the whiskey and the cake, it depends on the person. The same thing in cases like this. In chocolate-covered nuts or uh, chocolates with wafers inside. What's the ikka? What's the toffle? Same thing. But then it could be it's just a coating. Like a shinsel cover. And it depends what you think the ikka is. Cases like that. So now this is where the halakha is left up to people's own interpretation. In other words, what do you think the ikka is? If what I'm eating is this is the ikra and that's the toffel, so then that becomes for me, the ikra and the toffel. If uh, someone else, the other one's the toffel, this is the ikra, then for him the halakha will change. So if it's me, candied peanuts or almonds, the ikra is the nut, and there is just sugar to make it sweeter, I'll make eight. If for you the ikra is the, the coating, you'll make shakop. If a chocolate-covered wafer, for me the ikra is the chocolate, and the wafer just gives us, the wafer just gives us some crunch, I'm going to make shakop. If for you the ikra is the wafer, and the chocolate is just the coating for the wafer, you're going to make mazonis. In cases like that, then the person for himself will decide for him what the ikra and the toffel is, and based on what he decides, if this is the primary food, and this is what's enhancing it, that's what's going to change the brachas as well. But if you don't know what's in 